The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman. Dr. Bill is a TV host, New York Times bestselling author, two-time Guinness World Book record holder, fitness guru, celebrity cosmetic dentist, and philanthropist who founded the Leap Foundation. Here's Dr. Bill. Hey, Dr. Bill here. So I had such an amazing week last week. Um, I have been treating Usher since he's like 17 years old. And Usher said, Doc, I'm doing a residency in Vegas. If you don't come, I'm firing you and getting a new dentist. So I went, okay? He is definitely a triple threat. He can sing, he can dance, he can act. He was phenomenal. And the part I loved most is you have to check it out because I put it on my Instagram. I was sitting right next to his manager. So Usher comes into the audience and, you know, he, he saw where I was and then he walked off to the side a little bit. And as he's singing, he lowers his mic because he wears one of those Madonna mics over his mouth and just flashes me this big smiling grin, like pointing at his teeth. And it was epic. So uh, it, it, it made my whole night. Um, it was a great concert. So, and Usher has been a mentor. I'll meet the mentor, by the way. Uh, Leap, Leap 2023, July 16th to the 23rd at beautiful UCLA campus. We should have an amazing program. Uh, I'm hoping we'll have at least 450 students. We've changed the focus of LEAP a little bit. We always used to say it's a motivational leadership program. We actually reworked the acronym. So now it's Leaders Entrepreneurs Accelerating Performance. And we're really focusing on the entrepreneurial aspect of education and growing up. And we have commitments from uh, Shay Mitchell, who many of you will know from Pretty Little Liars. She also has a very successful luggage line at Nordstrom's. And we're talking to John Legend and his wife, Chrissy Teigen. I'm pretty sure that they're going to be there as well. So uh, we'll see who shows up, but it will be epic as always. And I hope that if you're a parent with a student 15 to 25, please go on our website, www leapfoundation.com sign up i know we'll sell out this year we are working with a new group of dentists and they're going to send tons and tons and tons of kids so i think it's going to be a really really great year so go to www.leapfoundation.com sign up today and without further ado we will get into our meet the mentor this isn't just a meet the mentor but this is one of my brothers this is a very good friend of mine shaheen when he was 15 years old he left home with nothing but the clothes on his back and created over a billion dollars in revenue by inventing the legendary smart drug known as herbal ecstasy these childhood experience had a major impact on his perspective of freedom and his hard work and entrepreneurship. Shaheen is considered one of the leading global minds on what's next in e-commerce, Amazon, and the internet. He is described as the Willy Wonka of Generation X by London Observer and Newsweek as one of the most forward thinkers in business, 
with his Amazon Mastery course, which I'll have him talk to you about. Hacking Grow Rich is his podcast, um, and it's referred to as the best channel for entrepreneurs looking for outside-the-box hacks to traditional methods with his weekly how-tos on motivation and interviews with unique individuals. Shaheen, welcome to Meet the Mentor again. How are you? Hey, Doc. How are you doing? Great. Honored to be on. So let's start at the beginning. 15 years old, you leave home. Where was home? Well, I was living here in LA. We were immigrants. You know, we came uh, from Iran. Uh, we were Jewish Iranians, and my my folks, fearing persecution, left Iran to come to the United States to find you know all the better things that they wanted us to have. And you know, we we moved here roughly in the nineteen late nineteen seventies. And then you know, tell me about the advent of herbal ecstasy and how you grew that that business. Yeah. So I left home very young at 15, which I, I can't imagine for most 15 year olds I meet today, but I, I think did. about this, your son will be there in like seven years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fortunately for him, I don't think he's going to need to, I mean, sure. If he, if he wants to, he can, but I, I did it. Uh, I was in the electronic music scene at the time, the rave scene at the time. And I noticed that there was a demand uh, and, and again, this is kind of discovering pain points in the marketplace. I, I noticed that there was a demand for party pills, but the supply had dried out. So my idea was, hey, what if I came up with a legal but safe, very important version of what's being passed around? People could use it safely. It could be sold at stores. It would get rid of the stigma of people using things to, to have a good time. It'd be safer than alcohol. And I went about the process of making it. And, you know, the fact was nobody told me that I couldn't do it. So I just did it. So how old were you when you actually launched this herbal ecstasy? It was about 15, 15, 16. And how did you get the funds to manufacture and produce and distribute? I mean, that's a process. Yeah. So again, I was in the uh, electronic music scene. So I was throwing these underground parties. So I had some cash coming in from there. And then I did whatever it took. I mean, again, another thing I don't see a lot of young people uh, doing, I mean, very few young people doing is that I went out there and I sold stuff. I went to Chinatown and I bought whatever herbal things they had. And I went to the places in Brentwood and Santa Monica where people were jogging and I'd walk up to them and I'd be like, hey, you look tired. You want an energy drink? Want an energy drink? And I would just sell stuff until I had enough money. And, you know, that's one of the things very interestingly that I tell people, if there is one skill that you got to have in life, if you want to become successful, and I know you have this in, in, in droves, it's the ability to sell. If you can sell, you will never be out of a job. You will never go hungry, but it's a skill that people are, are afraid of now because they feel that sales is something that's stigmatized. Yeah, no, you're right. And you know, that was a real obstacle for dentists to get over because when, you know, back in 1986, when I started my practice in, in Century City, I was, I did it all ethically and I did it all by the guidelines of the ADA, but I was an outcast. You know, dentists thought it was unethical for me to be advertising in magazines and all that. And it was not unethical. I mean, I did everything 
by the book, but yeah. Dennis didn't like it. And as I became more and more and more successful and they didn't, they started thinking, hmm, <laughs> maybe it's not such a bad idea. And today people don't even think twice about it. But honestly, back in 1986, when I had ads in LA Magazine and LA Weekly and all this, there were dentists that hated me. And they thought I was this evil person, you know, because doctors should never advertise. But, you know, you said it earlier, you do what you got to do. I was poor. I was broke poor. And I needed to support me, you know, my parents and my grandparents. So it, it was really, you know, <laughs> it wasn't an option, right? That's, that's super inspiring. And I think this is one thing that people don't realize. And it's that. Beginning entrepreneurs think they're just going to go in, they're going to do the things, and they're going to succeed. Well, if it was like that, everybody would be the world's best dentist. Everybody would be succeeding at all these things that people are succeeding at. But what you start to learn when you get out there in the real world is that the cards are stacked against you and that everybody is out for themselves. All these big companies, all these big corporations, they're all out for themselves. So they may allow you to play in their ecosystem. i.e. Amazon, becoming an Amazon seller or whatever. But ultimately, if you do just what you're told to do without breaking the mold, you're going to get scraps off the table. If you want to succeed, you got to do what you do. You got to think outside the box and not be afraid to take some risks because it's the level of risk that you take that's commensurate with the amount of reward that you get. And you've taken huge risks, huge. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I like to literally like pound into people's brains is this copy genius. You know, I am not the first cosmetic dentist to go to Beverly Hills. The first thing I did when I started practicing is I found the five most successful guys out there. I called their offices and I went in there and I shadowed them. And I sat there like a sponge and I soaked in everything they did. And every single one of them said the same thing to me, Shaheen. They said, you know, you're different than other students that have come in and shadow. I'm like, well, what do you mean? Well, most students will come in and watch me grind teeth and then leave. I didn't do that. I showed up early. I wanted to watch how patients came into the office. I wanted to see them fill out the intake forms. I wanted to see the language that was used to escort them back to the operatory. I wanted to see how the dentist came in and presented themselves and spoke to the patient, presented the treatment and sold, yes, sold the treatment to the patients. And what I did is I took all these bits and pieces from these five incredibly successful practices. And within a year, I was more successful than all of them. I had more patients than all of them. I had a bigger practice than all of them, you know? So I always tell students, when you want to start a business, you're not out there, you know, most of the time, you don't have to reinvent a wheel. There's a wheel out there. See who's successful in that space and then do it better than them. And with the Australians, we say do it better than them. But but that's the idea. So you create this herbal ecstasy, you start selling it, and you actually sold a billion dollars in this stuff. That's a ton of herbal ecstasy. Yeah, in a very short 
period of time. And I remember the day when the news broke. I mean, it was all the press was outside my door. It was like in the movies. Uh, and by the way, there's a film being made on my life right now. I'm pretty excited about this. We just got a, a director on board, so it's going to be exciting. But, you know, I remember the day I came into my office. I was like tired. I've been working all day. I probably had crashed on a couch in one of the factories. And I walked in and the news broke. And the funny thing is, I realized I didn't know how much a billion dollars was exactly. And I was afraid that I was going to walk right outside the door and Sam Donaldson from Nightline was there and he was going to ask me how much a billion dollars is or if I knew. And then it would come out to the world that I was a complete imposter, right? Because like most individuals, like most entrepreneurs, we all suffer from imposter syndrome. And although I had made the billion dollars and I had been hugely successful beyond my wildest dreams at in my teenage years, I still suffered from, oh my God, one day I'm going to be found out. They're going to realize that I'm not really this like superstar and that I'm just kind of faking it till I make it. And, and even after I made it, I still felt that way, which is nuts. All right. Two questions. Number one, what happened to the billion dollars? And number two, what happened to herbal ecstasy? Do herbal ecstasy first and then go back to the billion. So is it still on the market? Did you sell it? Like, where is it? What yeah, happened? So the, the, the key ingredients in herbal ecstasy got banned eventually by uh, the FDA and all, all those different agencies. So we could no longer make it. Um, got I took back recently in the last few years the mark and the um, the the product. So I own it again, and we're going to relaunch it uh, as soon as we've got a great formula. It's on the market right now, but it's nowhere near what it used to be in the 90s. Um, and as to the, the billion dollars, uh, it's still around, not all in my bank account, unfortunately. But as we were talking about before the interview, you know, when you're young and you're successful, people take advantage of you. And I unfortunately suffered from some of that. I had a lot of people who stole from me. I had millions of dollars stolen from me. I was involved in you know tons of litigation in those days that sucked up my money and lawyer's fees and whatnot. So a lot of it went away and a lot of it, I, I managed to invest very uh, intelligently in things like real estate and the market. And so, you know, I'm still here, still doing all right. You know, don't have, don't have that billion dollars in the bank, but you never know what's coming. Awesome. So now you've really developed a whole new business, right? With the um, the Amazon Mastery course. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So what we do is when people want to create recurring streams of revenue, and it's not right for everybody. Some people are better off at jobs and school and that, but for the ones who don't want to sell their hours, but rather create recurring streams of revenue. We've cracked the code on how to sell on Amazon. Most people don't know this. When you order something on Amazon, you may be buying it from Amazon, but more likely than not, you're buying it from one of 7 million sellers that Amazon uh, has allowed to sell products on their platform. And what we teach people is if you can create products that are dynamic, that meet the market need, and we show you exactly how to do it, uh, that you can create this basically mailbox money where you don't have to sell your hours if you don't want to, which is key. So, and I want you to talk about this because there's a really smart formula in how you do this, you know, and the idea is you need to spend less money advertising than what you generate in revenue. So for instance, 
if if it costs you if if you have an item that you're going to make a dollar on but it costs you 80 cents to make that dollar is that good or bad well i mean you're making 20 cents you just keep doing it over and over and over again right yeah so i love money machines i love money machines that you can put a dollar into and get two out these days you're right it's more like putting a dollar in and getting a dollar five or a dollar seven out. So you have to do more volume in most cases. So that that's that's correct. But ultimately, it's about telling a better story. Another element that makes up great entrepreneurs and people who are hugely successful, like yourself, Doc. You know, the the fact is that if you can learn to become a great storyteller, and this goes back into becoming a great salesperson. You can create a better story around the products that you're selling. And the fact is, sorry to say this, most people suck at telling stories. If you look at the number of terrible products online on Amazon that you buy and you go, oh my God, who came up with this? Who came up with this copy? Who came up with the way this thing looks? That's all storytelling. And I know you, you're one of the best storytellers I know because you can make anything sound good. And that's why whenever you're like, Hey guys, I've got this amazing thing at this amazing place. We all jump to go because you are such an incredible person at that. And I can see how that's translated to success in everything that you do. All right. So back to, to the, the mastery course, who is the course for and what does it really entail? Yeah. So look, we teach people how to sell on Amazon. We teach them how to create private label products. You never give, give me a, a, for instance, and you, it could be a hypothetical thing too, if you don't want yeah. to use that for one. Sure. Uh, so let's assume you decide that you'd like to, you're doing whatever job it is that you're doing and you'd like to have some extra income. Great. So a fantastic way to do it is you put some money aside. You need to have about five to 10 grand, uh, roughly 10 grand is a great place to start. And what we do is we start looking for opportunities in the marketplace. So for example, you're not going to be selling Microsoft laptops because you'd have to buy those from Microsoft. However, turns out that Microsoft laptops, uh, everybody who buys them would love to have a second power supply. Cool. So we'll go online. We use proprietary algorithms and you, you do the research and maybe you discover that, hey, there's 10 people selling these power, power supplies. They cost $2 in China. You can sell them for $50, but they all come in, in just black. And people, we know people like color. What if you were to do one in silver? What if you were to do one that had extra USB ports in there? What if you were to sell yours for $29.99? Now we build a story around that, right? Why yours is EU listed? Why yours has better features and quality and value and, and price? We get social proof which we know is the most important currency. You know that in your business more than anything. Social proof, because nobody believes you anymore because you have a vested interest in what you're selling. But they'll believe Usher. They'll believe all these amazing people who speak out about you because we know that they don't have a vested interest. So we teach you how to get that social proof, those reviews, that ranking. We teach you how to tell that story visually through videos, through pictures. And, and you know what, uh, uh, Doc, because it's you, any of your students, anybody that's looking, uh, they can reach out to me. I've got a, a course. It's normally a couple hundred bucks. I'm going to give it to everybody for free. And it's A to Z, wow. how to yeah, how to start selling on Amazon, where to incorporate, all that stuff. Anybody that's listening to your show, mention the code LEAP. And with your permission, I'll give my email. 
if you guys can just email me directly, anybody that came from Leap, anybody that's listening to this, and I'll give them the $200 course, absolutely free. No obligation, no credit that's card. That's so no. sweet, Shaheen. What's your email? And I'll have John put in the show notes too. Yeah, yeah. Everybody reach out to me is D-A-R-K-Z-E-S-S at gmail.com. Again, that's D-A-R-K-Z-E-S-S at gmail.com. We have a more robust course which is fbasellercourse.com. You can also reach me on that. It's FBA, stands for Fulfillment by Amazon, fbasellercourse.com. If you guys are interested in selling on Amazon, I'm, I'm happy to help empower more people to become Amazon sellers. That's awesome. And let's talk now about your new podcast, Hack and Grow Rich. Yeah, we, I've been enjoying a lot of success with that. My co-host, Bart Baggett, a super veteran of radio and the media industry, and we have amazing guests on people like our friend Chris Voss. We got to get you on. I know your schedule is crazy busy, but we've been promised to get you on the show. So we got to get you on there. And we're getting some great people. And it's it's a show all about finding unconventional ways to get rich. And we like the shortcuts. I believe the best way to get rich is to get rich fast. So let's get you there. It may take a while, but if there's shortcuts, let's explore them. And you're also working with a lot of people and placing them on podcasts, right? This is a whole new branch of your business. Talk about that, please. Yeah, amazing. So uh, I launched my book, uh, Billion, How I Became King of the Throw Pill Cult a while ago, which is out now on Amazon, and there's going to be a film made. But my goal was to get a film deal for the book because I feel the story could be best told visually. So what I decided, I tried a bunch of different stuff. I tried Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, advertising, I tried all that stuff. And nothing was really giving me the ROI, the return on investment that I needed until I started doing podcasts. And I realized that I was really good at doing these shows and the results were amazing because, you know, if, if someone's listening to the show doc, they're taking it in the car with them. They're taking it on their workout. They get to know you. Now they can learn to understand us because they're with us for an hour. We're buds. They feel like right. they know us, right? The people who listen to podcasts have access to technology, so we know they have a good amount of disposable income. But there was a problem, and the problem was this. I was going out to people saying, hey, get me on your show. I'm amazing. And some people would respond, but the majority of people wouldn't. Why? And, and this is something that all the celebrities that are your clients know is that as talent, we should never represent ourselves. It puts you down on the, on the chain and in people's eyes. So what I did was I started my own podcast company. I hired a couple publicists to start, and they started pitching me as a company. And when that happened, it went gangbusters. We learned the algorithm. We learned the language that these shows like to speak and how to position guests. And then people started coming to us and saying, hey, Shaheen, you've been doing hundreds of these podcasts. We're seeing you everywhere. How can we do that? And I said, cool, we could do it for you. And that's what we've been doing. We've been putting people on podcasts. The, the program is called Podcast Cola. You can go to podcastcola.com. We've got an amazing team. I think we're up to about 20 people now, 20 uh, qualified publicists that have been professionally trained and their awesome. entire job is to get people booked on these shows, which I'm so psyched about. You know, one of the things that I love to ask when I interview people on Meet the Mentor is if I were, you know, an 18-year-old student listening to this 
and I wanted to emulate your career, what is it that you think prepared you best for doing what you're doing right now? Were, were there courses? Were there workshops? Were, was it mentors? What do you think actually helped you navigate through you know, your success story? I think mentors are super important. I've had several mentors in my life that have shifted and molded uh, my process, my mindset at any point in my life where if I look back, I'm like, man, you know, I can attribute that to that mentor. With that said, you've got to be your own person and you can't be afraid to fail. I started from zero, literally zero, as I know you did as well. And when you start from zero, and you're literally hungry, you have grit. Now, grit is something that you're either born with or you're not. I believe that very strongly. Now, there's certain people that can bring it out. There's certain circumstances that happen in life that can bring it out. But if you don't have that, the alternative, right? Let's assume you come from a middle-class family. Things are okay. You can never fall too far. The answer to that is discipline. By building discipline, by seeking out discomfort and doing things that were uncomfortable for me and for and consequently for other people, you can you can build grit, you can build thick skin, and you can go out into the world and you can succeed. I truly believe just with that one thing with discipline. And I want to have you do a mindset shift. And I tell students at LEAP, I never fail. And the reason I say that is if I do something and it doesn't come out the way I want it to, that's not failure. That's practice. Mm. And you do it again and again and again until you get it right. And you really only fail when you quit. And like you, I never quit. So in essence, neither of us ever fail. We just practice a lot. I like that. I like that. I like that. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. You know, what I tell my Amazon mastery students uh, is I tell them, look, if you think you're going to come out and launch a product and be successful on day one, like this isn't the right program for you. I want the people that are going to go out there and fail, the people that are going to go out there and try to fail. Now, we're going to do it intelligently. We're going to go out there and gather as much information as we need and try try the heck not to fail. But we're going to go out there with the mindset that, hey, bring it on. Bring it on because I know I can roll with the punches. And if I get knocked down, I'm going to get up and you're not going to catch me with that same punch again. Those are the awesome. people that win. And that's that's the spirit I see in you that I've seen in you from the day I met you, Bill. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Shaheen, thank you so much. I am going to have my daughter, Georgie, call you because she launched a beautiful clothing line called Shop All My Love. And it's really starting to pick up. And I think she could be an Amazon heroess. So I want you to get out there and help Georgie kick some uh, Amazon, you know what? All right. Yeah, she's a superstar. I'm delighted to. All right. Hey, Dr. Bill, almost over and out. Don't miss this great opportunity. My friend Shaheen is giving you his course for free. So please take advantage of it. Free things are always great. All right, Dr. Bill, over and out. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.